This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone. I'm Sarah Webb for OEM Off Highway and host of today's Industry Update podcast. In this episode, I speak with Nick Moore at Briggs & Stratton about electrification, what OEMs need to know about battery power, and how Vanguard is meeting those needs. Thanks for tuning in. Nick, thanks so much for joining me today. Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, I am uh, the Director of Product Management for the Electrification Product Grouping here at Briggs & Stratton, uh, which we sell under the Vanguard brand. I've been with Briggs & Stratton for 16 years and a multitude of different uh, parts of the company. So definitely enjoy getting to talk about the products that we're developing here. All right. And and getting right into our questions here, can you talk to me about why it's important for OEMs to understand the basics of batteries and what are some of the key things that people should really know about them? Sure. I, I think the biggest thing is that there is such a widespread capability of batteries within the market. So many different solutions out there that people need to understand the differences. So there's different cell chemistries, cell types, life expectancy, charge discharge rates, that when you're comparing a battery to a battery, they can be very, very different. And which in the end is going to lead to very different performance in the market. So, you know, really important to understand how, how different batteries you're looking at compare and, and really understanding what's important to you and, and your piece of equipment to make sure that you're going down the right path. Beyond just those kind of basics, there's, there's a different ways that each battery pack can be manufactured and designed that can really play into the, the safety piece and again, how it's going to fit in, in your application and, and what that means for you, you know, with this being an extension of, of your product brand in the market. Absolutely. And building on that, what type of things should OEMs consider when looking at electrifying a piece of equipment? Sure. All those different parameters above are all highly important and can really you know, lead you down different paths. So what you either need to do is build the capability in, inside your company to, to understand you know, what's important or not, or really rely on, on suppliers who, who are able and willing to have the open conversations with you about what they do and why. You know, if a supplier is hesitant to share detail about what they've done to design a safe, you know, consistent performing battery, uh, I'd find a different supplier because, you know, the reputable ones are going to be proud of, of what they have and, and why and, and be happy to share their story to make sure that you understand and that both companies are, are aligned, that, that you're putting the right power source on, on your piece of equipment. So, you know, again, if, if you don't have the know-how to, to spec out the right battery or, or don't even know where to start, the battery manufacturers are going to be more than happy to help you on that journey. And, and that's where, you know, you bring them in as early as possible. If you do have the capability, it's still good to reach out early because, you know, you can save time on the back end to ensure that as you're looking at designing the product, you know where the technology is going to be if, if you're not keeping up on where things are going so that by the time you're ready to go to production, you're, you're launching the right product. You know, it, it's really not just as easy as in many cases we see people wanting to replace an engine with a battery. You can't just convert the engine horsepower to, to the battery power and, and try to say, okay, this is my runtime. And there's a lot of factors you need to consider and also a lot of really cool things that you can do differently 
on an application when you switch to battery power. Similarly, it's not a straightforward swap when you go even from a lead-acid battery-powered piece of equipment to a lithium-ion battery, as the power delivery can be quite different. So uh, again, things that, depending on your capability, uh, uh, you know, picking the right partners, they're going to help you on, on that journey to make sure that, that you're picking the, the right solution to, to get you the performance you're looking for. And for those OEMs who are thinking that now is the right time for them to make the switch, when would you say is the ideal time for them to start talking to battery manufacturers about battery power for their different pieces of equipment and applications? Yeah, I, I'd say no time like the present. You know, it's, it's definitely obvious that every time you go to a trade show, it's kind of becoming that if you don't have an electrified piece of equipment in your booth, you're you're kind of the odd one out. So if if you're not there already, I'd say get in touch with, with a manufacturer because you know the again it's a landscape that the technology is growing every day and and the offerings are growing. So understanding what's what's available to you now as well as where these suppliers are are moving to in the future and what that may mean for a good fit for your product, the quicker you can can figure out that design and get something moving. Absolutely. That's so true. It seems like every trade show or industry event that I attend recently, it's it's all about battery power. So building on that, are there any specific terms that people should familiarize themselves with when it comes to batteries? Sure. Yeah. So like most industries, everyone always loves their acronyms. So some of the common ones that you'll see in, in batteries is, is SOC, which stands for state of charge, which is just what percent from zero to 100 am I charged at any given time in my battery. Another one is SOH, which is state of health. That's more of where am I at in the life cycle of the battery? So how close to the original start of life percent of health am I at? Another one you'll, you'll see in here a lot is C rate. And what that refers to is, is essentially one C is the rate or ability to charge or discharge in one hour. So a way to think of that is, is okay, the amperage that a battery can either charge or discharge. People try to simplify that by calling out the C rate. So if a battery is only capable of taking a charge or discharge at a 0.5 C, that means it would take two hours because it's essentially uh, doing some division here. To, to get to the full capacity. If it were 2C, that means I can pull it out at twice the that nominal one hour rate. So that means I can actually discharge or charge it in a half hour. And you know, you'll see people go three, four, five C and in, in some of the you know power tools and things like that. Some of the other term cycle life is very important. You know, this is a lot of people want to understand this in great detail, but it kind of turns out to be more of a theoretical measure, if you will, because a true cycle is kind of your perfect case of if you start at 100%, you discharge all the way down to zero at your nominal amperage and in an ideal temperature, that's, that's a definition of one cycle. But cycle life is a really good form of, of rating how long a battery is going to live. So it's really important because it can vary greatly and be the difference in specking out a battery that's going to be great for a consumer piece of equipment that I use once a week or once a month versus something that I use every day in a heavy way, you're going to want to understand, you know, what that difference in cycle life is going to be to make sure the battery lasts the expected life of the equipment. End of life is another important one. That's an, an interesting one in that the it's it's a market rating piece, but it's one that you really have to make sure you, you're careful of because there's not a lot of standardization. So you'll see different manufacturers market different things of, you know, end of life being it's, you know, at what point you get to, you, what's your capacity or your state of health, I should say, after so many cycles. So some will say, okay, I'm at 80% after 2000 cycles. Others may say I'm at 70% after 500 cycles and things like that. So it's, it's so while they say end of life, it's not necessarily that your battery is dead and you need to recycle it. It's 
trying to, to put it in, in the, the guise of what's the useful life of making sure I'm getting the same level of performance I did when it was new. A couple other ones then for you, some more acronyms. There's the CC to, to CV as we're talking in current or, or as we're talking in charging here. So it's, it's constant current is the CC piece. And then the CV is constant voltage. And that relates to charging. You'll see that, especially in automotive, you'll see lots of times that people like to, to quote out what the charge time to 80% capacity is. And the reason for that is this CC to CV charging is, is you got to charge lithium in a specific way. You can give it all the current that your battery and charger will allow you to up to 80% of that state of charge. Once you hit 80% to protect the battery, you switch over to a constant voltage charge, which is more of a trickle charge to ensure that you don't overcharge a battery. So that's a slower part. And it really, the, the, the moral of the story here is that that's, it, it, you can't just take the, the kilowatt rating of a charger and say, okay, divide that into the, the kilowatt hours of a battery and I can charge that fast because that constant voltage adds charge time to make sure that you're protecting the cells, both for life and safety. Uh, the last one that, that you'll hear a lot of people talk about, another acronym, BMS, which is Battery Management System. That's essentially the, the onboard computer. Not, not every lithium-ion battery comes with one of those, but you typically have to at least have one. So if it doesn't come with one, you'd have to design or, or buy one yourself. Lithium has the ability to give you a lot of current really quickly. It's one of the biggest benefits over like a lead acid battery. So what you have to do is control that so that you don't run into an unsafe situation. So the BMS is kind of the brains of saying, this is how much current I can allow to discharge or how much I'll take as a, a charge given the, the different readings and, and situation of the battery to, to make sure that it's going to give you the, the proper life. I think that's probably a good, a good starting list here for you. Definitely. And to get more specific, can you talk to me about what's unique about Vanguard batteries? Sure. Yeah. So I always kind of boil down the our three key areas of focus into an easy three to think about. So the, the number one is safety. Everything that we've done in designing our batteries and a lot of things we talk about is what we've done to, to keep it as safe as possible and all the things we do there. So happy when we're talking to our customers, it's, it's the one thing we brag on is all the different things that we put into our packs to ensure that they're going to have a safe experience, that their end users are going to have a safe experience because we all know what happens when things go wrong and, and how much uh, press that gets, that that's not what anyone wants to have as part of their brand. That's our, our number one. The other piece then is we've really focused on making it easy to integrate. So as we're talking about you know what, what this means for the OEMs, that's really a key area of focus. So that goes into how we've designed our firmware that's on our BMS, things that we've done to design ease of mounting and that into our battery packs. Uh, our housings are actually die-cast aluminum, which is, adds for robustness and, and you know, the ability to sit out in the elements. And then, but really the, the key to all this is our application engineering center and the engineers that when we're working with OEMs, they, they really become your partner in, in ensuring that our goal is, is that the end users all have a great experience. And we know that if they don't, they very well might think it's, it's because of the battery that's on board. So we want to make sure that, that both parties are, are picking the right battery that's going to solve you know the the problem at hand and, and give the customers a great experience. The third piece then to this all is the the after sale side of it. So you know being part of Briggs and Stratton, a global company, we get the the luxury of having distribution centers across the globe as well as technical support teams. So a lot of our customers are, are global customers. So if they have distribution you know, in Japan, in Australia, in Europe, we have batteries in stock in those warehouses that if there's ever an issue, you know, our OEMs don't have to come up with their own supply chain and, and worry about having to 
you know, these batteries are large enough that they can't be air freighted. So, you know, they don't have to worry about waiting for a, a, a battery to get on the boat to get over to, you know, solve, solve an issue for their customer in a different country. So, you know, having, having parts stocked and having that robust service organization are really important to us. And, and we find a, a key benefit to our customers. Lastly, I'd point to for, for our domestic U.S. manufacturers, our batteries are produced right outside of Atlanta, Georgia here in the U.S. So benefits that come from U.S. manufacturing, you know, shortened lead times, that local support, the ability to go and tour and see how the batteries are actually made. And then obviously, as we're getting into um, some government incentives and things like that, that, that we're looking to, to work with our, our customers to ensure that everyone gets the benefit of as well. Definitely. And in, in addition to those aspects, is there anything else to come from Vanguard electrification that you want to share with our listeners? Absolutely. So, you know, our most recent battery to launch that, that we, we shared with, with folks actually in use for the first time at, at the Con Expo show Back in March is our, our SI 1.5, which is our swappable battery. To date, all of our battery packs have been, you know, where they're mounted, fixed on a piece of equipment. But this is going to be a, our game changer that you mount essentially a dock on, on your piece of equipment and can easily swap out the battery to either go onto all different pieces of equipment or to solve the concerns with, with range anxiety and, and have, you know, essentially unlimited runtime as long as you have enough batteries to, to do so. That battery packet is launching to customers in production here this summer. So really excited about the opportunities that's going to bring. And, and you know, we already foresee areas of, of growth of, of things that will help aid people to, to get those battery packs on as many pieces of equipment as possible. Beyond that, we're, we're definitely not done. We, we look at batteries as, as trying to make it easy. So, so we come up with kind of standardized sizes and shapes and, and capacities. So we're going to continue to proliferate our lineup of battery options to make sure that we're solving problems for as many OEMs as possible and giving them the right battery that they need to, to solve solve their issues. So we'll, we'll continue to to work on that. We, today we're all 48 volt, you know, nominal battery packs. We, we have uh, some other voltages that we're working on as well as other ancillary parts to the, the puzzle to, again, continue to make life easier for our OEMs and, and add to the integration piece to, to make sure that people can get electrified equipment out in the market as fast as possible. Some very exciting stuff you're talking about. We'll have to keep an eye out for those developments. And, you know, is there anything else from your end that you think our OEM audience should know about batteries or anything else you would like to add? Yeah, you know, the, the big thing that, that we stress is to anyone that's looking and talking to OEM or to, to manufacturers of, of batteries is, is just make sure you do your homework. You know, it's pretty wild the variety of solutions out there on the on the market. And if, if you don't understand some of those things we already talked about earlier, you could very much get the wrong product for for your the wrong battery for your product. And um, you know, just because something's available to purchase on the on the market also doesn't mean it's safe. So that's where again, having those conversations with suppliers to make sure that you understand what they've done to their batteries, that it's going to fit your application. If it's a high vibration, high shock, things like that, you know, how it's used, what temperature ranges, just again, it's, it's your brand that's, that's on the line and, and that people are going to see that, that how it performs and what, what kind of battery solution you choose is, is really important. So I can't stress enough that, that people just make sure that they work with whatever manufacturer they're talking to, to, to have a clear understanding of, of what they're, they're working on. So the other thing is just this technology, uh, it, it moves so quickly and, and there, there's so many ways it can be applied that, again, picking a partner that can help you, um, you know, depending on, on you know, how little or how much 
your organization is, is aware of, of the technology and able to apply it. If you're not going to be manufacturing batteries yourselves, then you want to make sure that, that you're picking the right partner that's going to not only give you what you need today, but also has, has plans to continue to, to grow with the technology and, and give you what you need in the future. Very well said, Nick. And, and thank you again for joining us today. It was great having you on as a guest. Thanks so much, Sarah. Always a pleasure. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode of OEM Off Highways Industry Update Podcast. We hope you enjoyed, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.